And we are recording. What up, what up, what up, y'all? This is, once again, another episode. It is another episode. A long time coming. You yeah, know, it's... Well, we can't say that yet. No, not yet. But we're there. We're fucking there. Because it is episode 17. It is episode 17, people. And um, I'm excited. We got some... Oh, we got some... We I'm got so excited. Hey, hey, and I just hey. can't hide. Okay, so... <laughs> I am your host, Young Smooth. I'm your whole co-host, Obstacle Beats. I'm a host from this shit. Yeah, nigga, we both hosts out this bitch. You know what, what, what you mean? What you mean? And this is the, the kickstand, a place where you gonna kick up your motherfucking feet. Yep, yep. Chill out for about an hour, possibly two, depending on what the fuck I got to say. Or random shit that might occur, because the, the last couple times, no, are, I'm not ready for that. Random. <laughs> hey. It is actually I'm Saturday. Not I'm not ready for that. I, I, for some reason, I don't understand why that happens. It, it's, because, it, you know what? Because it's love. Because it's love. That's why that happens. Random occurrences. So, let's get into some new shit that I'm listening to. Some new Nigga. shit. Nigga. Some new, new. New, new. And you know what I'm saying? Because I only rock the new. That new. That new, new. <laughs> that new, new short. Yo, the motherfucking you is me. It is me. It would be me. Bitch, you, you know what? I'm so sorry. I apologize, y'all. It would be me with the whole phone thing, and I have a phone rule, and it would be me. Yeah. It would be me. And this nigga be trying to get in my ass. Yo, every time. But no, here's, here's, here's a little kickstand secret. When I'm trying to get in this nigga ass about it, pause, is because I be talking, and I be like, I feel like you're not listening to me. <laughs> like, I don't know how else to continue to carry the show without there being dead fucking air. And that's what we can't have. We can't right. have dead air unless you have a thought. Like, or, you, or you're trying to, you know... Or I'm thinking hard as a bitch. Crazy. So, anyway. Um, listening to... Nigga. I am so listening to this new Cardi B right now. Word up. Bodak Yellow. Bodak. Yo, Bodak Yellow. Is it a, is, is it a mixtape? It is. I don't know if that's a single... Cause the I, way, like I told you, I heard the the first of that, but I don't yeah, know. If she, and then you just heard it today. Yeah, but I didn't know if if she dropped the project or just that song. So first of all, she's dropped two mixtapes in about six months. Good shit. So she has uh, what's it, Gangsta Bitch Music Volume One and Gangsta Bitch Music right, Volume right Two. Right when I tell you, fuck what you heard. I ain't gonna lie, yo. Cardi B is next. No, because I'm sorry. I'm, you remember how, how when you first put me on the Cardi B. You know how all the shit I was saying. You know I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" Like I really can't get with her. But you know what it reminded me? You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of how I felt with Nikki. Yeah, true. that's how I felt with Nikki. But I then when like, I heard that shit today, I was like, "Oh, motherfucker said you can't fuck with me if you wanted to." These is expensive. Shoes. These is red bottoms. These, These is bloody, bloody shoes. shoes, bitch. What? She funny as shit. What she? That's and that's the thing. I think that Cardi gets very underrated because. One, it's the love and hip hop thing. So people are like, oh, you on reality? You on reality? You ain't got chops. You ain't got chops. Yeah, but she actually. Man, this bitch is bodying bitches. Yeah, she on the low though. I agree. I definitely bodying them, and I'm like, you know what? Kudos to you. You getting a real good um, selective shout out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To you? like little Kim rocks with a Remy rocks with it. You know what I'm saying to you? And it's just like. Yeah, you you about to be that next one to watch out for. You know, fuck that. I'm mad that she didn't make on the freshman class. Cause, ugh, we talked about that. All I mean, that freshman class, yo, I'm garbage. Just, I'm, not, I'm not ready. I mean, on some, on, just to be honest, like at this point, when it comes to the whole music industry and understanding, one person I liked off that list was Playboy Cardi. 
That's and, it. And even honestly, even with him, it's just he makes good catchy music to mm-hmm. me. But even at this point, I just damn near like completely fucked around and almost gave up on just even all that shit now because it's just like it's at, at this point it's it's called uh, a sense of reality. But you know what it is though, and, and I agree with that. You know, what I mean? it's like this is what I it is for now, right now, for this time period. Yeah, that's what's rocking. No, I agree with I agree with that, but I think that there was. Music has changed so much, and right. we always talk about hip hop, and the shows about hip hop, regardless. Right. right. But I think that the freshman class is not giving me that wow factor that it once did, where there were people that were on the cover of the freshman class, and people like that bitch gonna make it, that nigga's gonna make it. Oh my god, they're great, they're great, like, they're nigga, great. What are y'all doing now? Now you just like I have no fucking idea, and of course, the internet is just. Bro, I'm gonna be honest. Wild. It's why I it's don't. Open. Yo, I've never heard a Playboy Cardi song. I've never heard a fucking. What is that other nigga's name? I don't. That's even worse. I don't know. Don't even know these niggas' names. Like, it's. Yeah, never it's heard of them. It's pretty bad. It was like. Like, they don't have a grind or a hustle to be on a freshman class. And now, right now. Alright, so this year you didn't put Cardi B on there. Right. From the freshman class, right? Right. So Cardi is not on there. And. By the time y'all do your next year's freshman class, she already gonna exceed that. She's gonna be past that. She 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 done at that point, nigga. Her going on the freshman class is dead. It's dead because it's like, yo, I'm telling you, Bodak Yellow. Right now, Bodak Yellow is such a fucking hot summertime song. Right now, right. I have played it in my car, and it is the most disrespectful ass motherfucking record. Cause it start off with little bitch, you can't fuck with me, and then you just be like. That, and it's it the beat just bumps. So again, shout out to Cardi. And then Cardi, so she she a funny person. The one thing I like about Cardi, and I think it's also her her good thing and a downfall for her too, right. is that her her level of street shit is still so real. Yeah, like, like she's still so real. And you can it, hear it. It's such a great thing to be mindful and always got that eye. Excuse me, I just had some soda. Always have that eye that just you know kind of keep watching and right, being, right, being right. like. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm watching out for these snake ass niggas. But then it also leads for you to be kind of rougher around the edges. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, too? Right. Like, I remember I was watching one of her live videos, and I don't know why she was mad, because Cardi can be mad at the fucking drop of a goddamn dime, so it don't really matter. I mean, that's but like you said, that's that authentic hood. She's, it a, is. she's a hood bitch. It is. No what you say, she it a hood is. bitch. And ain't nothing wrong with that. She a hood bitch. Nothing wrong she a hood bitch. Yeah. Like, when I tell you. I just was watching a live video and she was like, "Oh, these bitches got me tight, yo. They got me tight." I'm like, "Her voice is so fucking funny." Her voice funny. is so funny. So look, I fucking, my- I fucking, if I got like, if she was my girl, like, if that was my bitch, and I got in an argument with her, I couldn't take her seriously. Fuck taking her seriously, yo. I probably would fuck around like, yo. Nah, I had to leave the room. I'm like, yo, look, yo. I'm like, going yo, outside, yo. If, like, you, <laughs> if you listen to Gangsta Bitch Volume One and Volume Two, the skits on there be. Funny as fuck. Not all of them, but the vast majority of them. Right. Like she got one that comes on before the song called Trick. Right. And when I tell you, she be like, "Why you, why you banging on my door like that?" Like it's very yeah. Rosie Perez. Like, and bitch, if you don't yo, shit she's up. so fucking hilarious. But people get Cardi fucked up. That bitch smart. That bitch is going to college. Don't let the stripper shit fool you. Like that bitch ain't bought her motherfucking paper. Yeah, and that's another. So she, shout out to Cardi. Like I really, really, really fuck with it. Yeah, I had, to, I had, I definitely had to like, you know, I had to like, you know, definitely get a little more introduced to her because I, yeah. I honestly was not, fu- was not fucking. And, and that's also because I'm, I'm a hood booger, 
and I watch this loving hip hop bullshit. And you so a music crackhead? So. I'm, I'm a music crackhead. I'm a hood bugger. Like I, I kind of, you know, I get yeah. so, like I, it's it's my guilty pleasure. Like I watch this shit. I watch the real. But fuck it, it, hey, it helps because I, it helps because if that was not the case, I probably would not have my show. Because what the fuck would I talk about? In reality, you know what I'm saying. So. Um, but no, what I was gonna say was this. So I, we talk about Cardi's voice. Right. I actually love Cardi's voice. I'm gonna tell you why. In my head, there's a girl on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta named Tommy. Right. And there's a and you know Cardi B. Right. Both of their voices are just like, almost like prepubescent. That in my mind, they could be Huey and Riley. Like if Regina Hall didn't like if, if they never wanted to be, bring the Boondocks back, they could be Huey and Riley. Or if they were to bring. Uh, like a, a, a boondock spinoff spinoff kind of but, thing but two chicks instead of two two no, sisters instead no, of two brothers still making them boys because remember Regina Hall does Huey and Riley's voice yeah true 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 still making them boys but I, I don't know it's their now, voice I can't hear them if projected into a man regular, if somebody trained her and she was just on a regular kind of talking thing she they could play because most of the time most girls play the guy characters on some of your favorite cards well no 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 no. you're right because Dragon Ball Z my shit Gohan's voice is definitely played by like, a woman. A woman, right? Um, ja- in the well, in the in the actual Japanese, you know, the actual um, Japanese subs, mm-hmm. they're fucking their Goku's voice played by a old ass woman. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, nigga. I was like, what? That's what I'm what? saying. So like, I could see them being in a cartoon together. Like, I don't know what it would be. I I, I don't know what it would be. Right. I don't know if it would be something like a um. Like I don't, I don't know. Whatever it would be, I would, I just see them being like teenage little boys. Would you say even more funny, yo? I could actually possibly see some shit like that coming. Like out. I just think it's, and it's something about their voices. Like I don't particularly care for the girl Tommy. Like she, she real when she want to be, but she, she's very bipolar. Like a lot of these motherfuckers is very bipolar. They're very hot and cold. Like one minute they be on it, and the next minute they just flip. And right, they just, right, right. And you don't know, but I, I swear to you, if there was ever a Boondock spinoff, they would be like, or oh, Boondocks came back. Those two voices it's right there, they would right. be some like exclusive cousins that would be on the show. <laughs> Real, shit. Real shit. I thought about this the other day. So, um, speaking of dumb shit, <laughs> just you know, you know, we, there's always it's just random. always, always some dumb random, shit. random as fuck. So, did you hear about the two chains thing? Mm. About that, you know, his new album, Pretty Girls Like Trap. Okay, you need to get your life together. Okay, you need to. Nigga, I'm out caught of your up. Bubble. Y'all, pro- I'm telling you, y'all producers and MCs, get out of your bubble. Sometimes there's other shit around you. No, no, no. It's not even that. It's just nigga, I don't even be having a time to sit and music search like right. that. <laughs> so this is not even about music. This is not. So the album cover for Pretty Girls Like Trap Music is a pink trap house. Okay. 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 So Two Chains is taking it upon himself to take a residential neighborhood and recreate the pink trap house. What? In a in a community. Niggas is going down to this community and taking pictures at the motherfucking trap house. Is this a they, joke? No, I'm dead ass. What the f- It is so serious that I was watching Wendy Williams because I was trying to, you know, get some information about kind of what's going on. I was watching Wendy Williams. And they took a correspondent to go down to the trap house. And originally, they used to have like a busted down car or a pink car right. that was outside the trap house. So they moved the car, and now there's a stove, a pink stove, outside the trap house. So the girl took the picture in front of the pink stove. Then Wendy asks her, hey, did you go inside? She was like, I couldn't go inside because they had strippers. 
having a class. They were teaching a class on strippers teaching a class. When I tell you, Not it is the funniest shit. And I mean, people are flocking down to the motherfucking trap house. I'm, honestly, I'm I'm really in reality. Yeah. I am not surprised. It's crazy. I'm not. I'm not surprised. It is crazy. It is. I'm like, what? Niggas crazy, yo. That's reckless. And this shit, like, who the fuck goes down to a pink trap house? It, it's just a regular, a regular house. And a regular house, nigga. That two chains bought and decided and to yo. decided to paint pink and put trap on top. It says trap outside the front part of the door. Um, no, on the on the above part of the door. This nigga. Yes, in spray paint. This nigga. I said, what the fuck? type of hood ratchet shit is this titty boy what you doing baby but you know what it it works it, it's one of those things yeah, yeah it's one of those it, yeah gets because to talk about yeah exactly it's it's it's, 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 a, it's a publicity stuff clearly on this show we are going to talk i was like at first i was like nah he ain't really go buy no house this is crazy and he really wouldn't he fucking the house he really wouldn't and it's just a trap house like yeah you know i don't know i don't know what goes on in the house hey, my ministry what, and it, you, where's it at Location. Um, I think it's in Atlanta. I want to say. Hey, bitch. I'm not, I'm hey, not where they said it was at, but y'all want to strip? Y'all know where the classes are. That's where the classes at. That the classes book, are. Book, in book it. your classes now. So that also leads to the fact that um, you know that Nikki was on Realize, right? On on the song. Okay, I'm, I hate you. Don't look at me no more. Don't. <laughs> so Nikki is on um, on Two Chains song called Realize, and she does you know a verse. So now with her doing the verse, the verse goes through the whole, um, um, you brought an ether record, I broke a read the record, and she repeats it, whatever, whatever. So the thing about it that kind of bothers me and made me kind of spark this situation up was I saw something where Remy was on IG and she was live and she was like, um, you talking about I wrote my rhyme, uh, Pat write my rhymes and this, that, and the third. Bitch, where was Pat before? I wasn't before that when I was writing my rhymes on Andy Up, when I was bodying bitches in the street, when I was doing all. I'm like, you really, she really has a point. Like, Remy right. has still been solidified that way. Like, that had always been the whole point. Like, Remy had always done her own shit. And, bitch, you had Safari for the longest time writing your shit. So, what difference does it make? Because Safari picked beats. Not even Safari that. If I'm not mistaken, tracks. if yeah. I'm not mistaken, a lot of her bangers that got made was were, were because Safari. It was what Safari picked out. I, the first two albums were completely Safari. Damn. Completely. So you really don't you really don't got any room to even mention completely. anybody doing anything or even, having a hand in any type of other person's work because exactly. clearly your shit would not have been. And, and here's the thing. I'm, I'm not going to say it would not have been successful, blah blah, because who knows? Who knows? But at the end of the day, we know why it was successful. Exactly because he was so. he was a major part of it. Like I don't think I used to be like, damn, that nigga's a clown. He a clown. I don't really think that no more. And I'm trying to yeah. change my opinion on that. And the reason why I don't think he a clown anymore, I think he legitimately had been hurt. Right. I think that he played his role so well, and when it was over, that hurts. That shit hurt. Yeah. You feel me? Like, I, at the end of the day, I know. I know. He, he literally, literally was down for this motherfucker for over a decade. Right. Nigga, after that, that is that me. is true. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're you right. owe me. Literally, a deck. They, I forgot that they had. It was. It was more than just a quick relationship. Them motherfuckers. You owe yeah. me. You owe me, and especially 
for you sitting here having me play the motherfucking background to your fucking foreground, bitch, you owe me. And to be looked at as a pure sucker by the people. Yo, she used to talk to him reckless as shit. When asked the interviews, did you have a man? She would say, no, this nigga rode his motherfucking car from New York down to motherfucking Atlanta for you. See, yo. Above and beyond, but you, but you, just try, to get, you treated that nigga like he wasn't shit, and it's like, yo, I love Nikki. You get it, I, y'all get it. I will spit a verse like it's nothing and don't care and believe in it. But as a person, it's but as a person, I think that shit is shady and shisty as fuck. When that nigga was really there for you, and even when he making waves and he was coming back, and you know this whole trip, he didn't go on a Nikki rampage. No, fuck. He didn't no. go on a Nikki rampage. He and didn't like, have fuck to. That bitch is that in the third. He but now that shit about her, shady as fuck. So Wendy brought out a good point though. Um. She's had times, like Wendy Williams has had times, like she does comedy as well. Right. Bit, you know what I'm saying? So she's had times where she's ran jokes by her husband. You know what I'm saying to you? Or he's helped her or said, babe, you shouldn't say this, you, say, you should say that. Right, right, right. Does that make her less credible? Nope. And she said, she said in a, in a roundabout way to me, she was like, you know, if you had a significant other to help you, would you not utilize that significant other? You're crazy. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's funny that she, it's funny that she that she would that she would ask her that question because me personally, like as of right now, I feel like you know I feel like if I if if for a woman to deal with me, mm-hmm. number one you have to understand that this nigga's a producer. Right. That's just that that's that has to be the first thing because you right. you gotta already know what my time majority of obviously when when you bring in another person into your life in that realm mm-hmm. you know now your time has to be split up like you was like what we talked no, about before earlier, yeah. we'll, we'll but you, right. you know so but it's like 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 you know this the chick I'm, I'm me and her you know we, we I gonna say we talking but we're I don't even I, I hate that term we're talking no yeah. me and the chick are getting to know each other right now mm-hmm. we're in that phase right you're, now you're, we're, you're engaged in right in we like what we like three months in like you mm-hmm. know and it's nothing we it's, I talk to her as if she's like a fucking friend of mine so right. like we that's how we communicate how are you mm-hmm. but she also knows that. I'm a music producer. Right. So, you know, I just literally put her ass through a test. Mm-hmm. She was, I was like, yo, are you, cause she sings. So I was like, you know what? If I sent you some beats right now, would you be comfortable writing some hooks? Guess what? She was all for it. Right. Sure, I'll try. Mm-hmm. Bam. Right, right there. You just, you just gained my interest a little more. Right. Because not only is a difference if you wasn't with it, mm-hmm. like, you know, just like, you know, having significant, your significant, your significant other mm-hmm. and, them not playing a role in it. I feel like if you were, if you had some type of craft in that realm or yeah. craft of anything, whether you're a car dealer, car dealership nigga, or you build cars or you make video games or whatever, you should always have your significant, your significant others' input. Because I feel like yo, if I can't ask criticism from anybody or opinion from anybody, I should mm-hmm. be able to ask my fucking girl. And that's and that's just like that's just like with the show. We've had my wife on the show. Mm-hmm. We've um. I've had conversations. Yes. She's listened to the show and been like, I didn't I didn't even realize that's you. Right. Like and you know what I'm saying to you and gave you know good good feedback and saying, Oh, this is what you need to do. I've heard feedback from other people, but it's nothing like hearing that feedback from somebody that you love. Exactly. And they're like, yo, I'm I'm genuinely looking out for exactly. your best interest. Exactly. Like I don't care about I don't care about anything else. I'm looking out for what exactly. I think is gonna benefit you. Cause you got motherfuckers nowadays the way this world is now. Nigga, some some shit get found out about any celebrities. You got regular ass everyday nine to five working people talking shit about what they doing. Exactly. Don't even know them. So, nigga, if anything, you really should accept the criticism from the one that you really fucking love and you right. dedicating your time to in your life. Like, right. Exactly. And then you know what? So, 
speaking of love, like when you love somebody, you should love somebody enough to be able to reach out and help them. Exactly. As best as you possibly can. Right. So that leads me to the bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know how this worst segue ever, but fucking I'm gonna go into it. Right. So you saw this whole shit about Maya Campbell. So you're looking at me, never mind. I hate him. I don't, I don't <laughs> like him. I don't like him. Like you make me do all of this work and you just it's nothing. Right. Nothing. Oh sorry, yeah. So I just be so fucking I know, I get it. I know, but look, okay, so my family <laughs> Oh shit! Okay, Troy is pissed. A little bit. Um, so Maya Campbell used to be on the show called. Oh wait, no, 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 no! I don't talk about. Not don't talk about. I just have to remember exactly the name. Y'all want the pause? I, so if you know what the pause is, you know what, what my face looks like. Right now. You know exactly. No, what my face no like. I wasn't the name. I wasn't focused so much on the name because it was just a post. Right. But I, that's where the the LO the Cool J show and all that shit. Okay. So okay. All right, we did. So that's fucked up too. Yeah. Yeah, and it gets worse because I don't know if anybody else is talking about this either. So okay, so in the house aired, you know, in the two thousands or whatever, and LO Cool J was a part of in the house. Um. So basically, this video has now surfaced about Maya Campbell. Now we've known for years that Maya Campbell's had a drug addiction, and it's been really bad. And the fact that she's bipolar, we saw her on Young Love Fix My Life. She has a twelve. She had a twelve-year-old daughter at the time. I think that was a couple of years ago. Right. So you know she was getting clean. Things were happening. But only real stuff. people who actually was pay attention to that know that the right. motherfuckers who actually talking shit don't even know don't, don't, shit. Don't even, they just they just talking shit so it's so bad that the nigga this low budget gutter ass nigga from Atlanta no offense to Atlanta but <laughs> he's a he's a rapper or whatever and um, no one who I don't know I just I, nobody knows who he is but you get notoriety off of this bitch at this point because Basically. so she asks to pump gas at the at the um, right at the pump for him also proceeding to ask for crack and then in addition turning around talking about how a nigga raped her with a condom on all this and, extra shit and <laughs> how he tried to bill Cosby her yo I shit. can't understand this was, fucking world yo I, I really like, can't yo. the bitch now missing a tooth like bitch I'm like yo, and she was the prettiest girl uh, yeah I, she used I to know. be she used to be on all the movies she was on sister sister like she did a lot of shit back in her day her track record is actually pretty fucking she's good. a great actress so then she goes and um, after the video surface or whatever, she goes back in and um, somebody else records a, a video of her and she's wilding and she now has her hand over her mouth because she's like, I don't want nobody to see my tooth. Bitch, we see that missing ass we tooth. We saw it. Tooth missing like a motherfucker. You better claim that fucking When you was out there looking for crack, you wasn't worried about that motherfucking tooth missing bitch. You better claim that Make shit. no damn sense. But then what make it worse is... Um, she is responding to LL. Yeah, I saw who that out, shit. You know who had reached out to her, and you know it was like instead of y'all talking about her, somebody that needs help like that, you need to maybe right. reach out, give a kind of word, which is all good and all fine and dandy. So she rejects LL. I know help. that. Yeah, which which is what? Like, don't get me wrong. That was just a. That was a. To me, that was a pride act. It was because you already she obviously at that point when that by that by the time of that video she already knows that she done went viral right so it's it, like it, it no I don't need no I don't need no help. Like, oh hi she what she say she was like oh, yeah, so how can L reach you I'll I'll get I'll contact him but right? then not only that here's, here's where you noted that that the the disease itself is taking over a little bit too because she was like um, tell him to call my mother 
her mother died like three, four years ago. She bugging. So right. she, so she bugging. So you know the the sense of reality yeah, is gone. Not there she anymore. So I'm like, yo, this is this is crazy. I'm like, yo, your body is horrible now. Your daughter is seeing this, and then we're all talking about it. But honestly, and it just, in, but in a reality sense, that I feel, I actually feel like you know me well enough. Um, all a few people do, but. You know, not saying I'm a careless individual, but mm-hmm. I really don't give two fucks about a lot of shit. Right. But you know, at the same time, me growing up and actually being a nigga who who got picked on, who got teased, mm-hmm. who you know, coming from a family where I watched my older brother get bullied every day after school. Right. So you know, I can only imagine how it feels for the world. Like you right. know, the hundreds of thousands of people. You can tell how many people talking about you. Look at the fucking views. Right. Like for everybody to be saying something, and it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you really shouldn't give too, that much of a, a fuck because you don't know half the month. They just regular civilians. And you don't know what her story is. Exactly. What but it could be. but it's just fucked up because it's like, wow, that that also shows you how evil this world really oh, yeah. is. It's, it's very corrupt. because I would. It's, it's very it, I couldn't, yo. I, nigga. I, <laughs> You know how many crackheads I done seen? Nigga, I used to sell crack. Right. And I stopped doing that shit because... And you know what? And it's it's weird, though. It's weird. Because this is a double-edged sword with this. As mad as we are with him, as far as um, going and, like, posting her right. and trying to get, like, a level of notoriety. Right, right. Is it really that bad? Because I've seen niggas do it all the time. Now, I've had it where even my mama has done it. Right. Where my mother has posted, well, no, my mother didn't post it. Somebody else posted a friend of hers, and she reposted it. And you know, my mama got backlash for that. Right, right. Like, nah, y'all need to talk to this girl. Like, your right. family's already turned their back on you. Why not go back out and reach and have a helping hand with yeah, that? True. You know what I'm saying to you? Now, I don't know if I forgot if my mother even posted any of all of that. Right. You know, to be said. But at the end of the day, you see somebody out here that's fucked up. Have a have a heart, have a reaching hand for them, or, or put or help them to, to be in that position. A kind word probably would be the best that you can do yeah. at that point. But come on now, yeah, like and that shit, it easily leads to suicide. Easily, easily. Like I know because I was at I was at a point one time where I didn't have. I couldn't just talk to anybody about anything, and it's like right. it's a like it's a difference. One when you lose your mind, two. You, now you lose a sense of comfort now it's like I don't even have nobody to talk to so now it's just like why the fuck am I here and then a sense of consciousness yeah, like, of not being cognate to yeah. you know like the rest of the, the world shit that's going on? No, you know like, what I'm saying fuck it now, like yo it was, it was parts in that video where she would just scream and just wow out and you're just like what the fuck are you good like like literally that's what the camera said like yo be good be chill shorty chill like that's crazy like, that's but, crazy shit but like, to me it's like alright y'all looking at this video do you not see her conditioning kicking in right here? Right. So, was the dude wrong for that? No. I don't believe that he was completely wrong. If his intentions are to... His intentions in the video, of course, were not to help. Of course, he was selling crack. So, truthfully, he wasn't all the way right. Capitalized off of her. He was capitalizing on her. Name. But, at the same time... Topic of discussion. It, the, the video has created the topic of discussion. Not only that, the video has also created... And awareness. Yeah. Like, bipolar disorder is a real thing. There are so many people that I know personally that suffer with it. Same here. There are people I don't know that I that I know of that suffer with it. And it's something where it's one minute you're one minute you're hot, one minute you're cold. And I don't mean temperature-wise. I just mean in your, in your emotions. And it happens. And, right. and people have to kind of circumnavigate around that. Yeah, you got to you know get used saying? to that shit. That's a lot. That is a lot to do. Oh, I know. That is a lot Look, to my do. My mother's bipolar. Imagine that. 
And you're right. And you have to kind of circumnavigate. Like shifting. When she shift gears, nigga, you got to hold the seat. Right. You can't just jump out the car, nigga. You got to be like, all right, I'm still here. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, fuck all that. At the end of the day, nigga, we, we know. We know. We know the world we live in. We know it's always going to be a viral video of somebody doing some fucked up shit to another person. Right. So at the end of the day, you know, hey, if, if his intentions were, you know, the opposite of, mm -hmm. of actually, you know, if he really just really capitalized to make a name for himself or to get spoken of to be the topic, then come on, come on, bite his him. ass. Come on, bite his ass. So you know, but right. you know, if he him, was just on some, maybe it was just on some. Wow, niggas need to see her right now. Like, right. This is where she. And, and nine times I'm saying he might have been putting it as a joke, but at the at the bare minimum, it is opening up to awareness. So and that's what and that's what the, you know the whole bottom yep. line of that is. So. Before we move on, we must go to the motherfucking king. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. We must go to the motherfucking king, and I'm not talking about Jesus, but I'm talking about that old, the one and only J motherfucking Ho Z Hova, nigga. Hove. You 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 killing me, my nigga. You killing right. me right now. And I love it. You are killing me, and my I nigga. love it. Like I can't. I'm. Killing I need me. to say this shit right now. I am so sick and tired of seeing. You fuck ass niggas. And yes, I'm literally going to consider niggas fuck niggas. Because everybody yeah, hates a fucking great, yo. Right. And it gets off my nerves when you cannot let a nigga be great. That's the fucked up part. It's like how it, it is us. That's the problem. When niggas fail to rise, half these fuck, fuck boy ass rappers or these clown ass niggas. Yeah, I don't, oh, I don't listen to Jay-Z. Yeah, it's a reason why. Mm -hmm. Because Jay-Z, his music teaches lessons. He is trying sending like nigga niggas fail to realize yo when he no nigga he don't rap about how shooting up niggas in the street sipping lean no nigga he is a businessman mm -hmm. reasonable doubt was an album made to t was a hustler's album what, right? that, that was when he came out like look yo this is what I do this is what we you know this is the life right now mm -hmm. blah 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 you know this is the ups this is the downs this is how you move this is not how you move you know then you got the black album he came out with threats Right, and, and it was like, which, what you're leading to is that's the beginning and where the end allegedly was. Allegedly. But, but, but it it's wasn't. like, it's growth. You know, consistent it was, it was, growth. It is a level of of just a maturity yes. that's here. But at the end of the day, the albums that you speak of might as well all been erased by the very first track of that of the album. And again, we've talked about 444 the last couple of times. We'll probably do one more episode, so we'll run it down as four. Fuck it. But when I tell you I went back to title, and saw the motherfucking footnotes to the album, Records. which is a digital footnote of him talking. What a footnote is is usually, it's um, someone usually writes a footnote where it's like a, a, set, a separate paragraph of just kind of what is explaining what the paragraph is. Uh. But the footnote for him explaining each track, and I hope he does it every week because it is making me invest in title. Like this is now made me invest in title. Like I was, you talking about you giving game for nine ninety nine? You ain't motherfucking lying, nigga. Because I was until this album dropped, I was like, man, I'm, mm, I know I you weren't winning at all. I was like, for, in, in the beginning, I wasn't fucking with title at all. I was like, mm, I remember, whatever. I, I remember you was like, you know what? I'm gonna give it a try. I'm gonna give it a try. And guess what and you I did? I started giving it a try. It had exclusive shit. Like I got wrecked up before everybody all else. That shit. I was getting, you know, all of these other, you know, songs before everybody else. Everybody was like, "What the fuck you mean? What's this song? What's this song?" But it was before it was coming out everywhere else. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna fuck with it. 
I swear to you that Jay-Z's album, no, I only kept it once I saw the, the Sprint commercial. Okay. Because it was like, once you changed over to Sprint, you got like a free month of title, and right, then you right. also get exclusive rights to Jay-Z's new album. Right. And that was a couple of weeks before. And my account was about to close. Right. The few weeks before, I said, you know what? Fuck that. This nigga come back with something. Wait a minute. Hold exactly. Let me, let me motherfucking that. keep this goddamn title. We needs that. So I keep the motherfucking title. And then the album come out. I said, oh, bitch. Who this nigga done fucking killed every nigga in this bitch. Yes, like, he did. Like, you killing everybody. Oh, you niggas. Then, you had the audacity to tell me about a motherfucking tour. I said, bitch, I'm ready. And you're coming to us. You're coming, not only you're coming to us in D.C., I might just go to both. both. Just cause. Just the fuck cause. 45 minute drive, fuck oh, it. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> I might go to both. I don't give a fuck. Go to the one here. And I'm going to the one in D.C. So then he did, so he got that. But then I go to title again, like every now and again, like I'm not an avid, oh, I gotta go to title, I gotta go, let me see if it's exclusive, I gotta go there all the time. I'm not that person. Right. But one time, I go in this bitch, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, like when you see the top of the bar, I'm like, okay, so they just re-promoting the album. Right. So then all of a sudden, I look underneath of it when it talks about like 444, and it says footnote, and the picture was totally different, what the fuck is this? So I click the exclusive, the 444 breakdown was one of the most heartfelt, emotional, real, gripping footnotes that I've ever seen. Straight up. It made me, or footnote period, it made me look at Jay-Z like, wow, you are truly fucking amazing. You're tangible. Like, like no bullshit. You were tangible. That man knows what he is doing, doing. yo. Like, like, he's giving you a lot. Like, remember, I'm, and, and, and it's it's very coincidental that both him and Mary are both on their 13th studio projects. Right, right. 13th or 14th, something like that. I think it's 13th studio projects. And they're both this year fu-fucking-nominal. Both of them. And I ain't surprised. And I really want them to do another tour together. Yes, I want them because to do that. Because, nigga, going to the heart of the city fucking tour. Nigga too much but for the first time in ever he's being this raw this exposed yeah this tramp this transparent that you're like what the fuck what are you doing so he has the 444 um footnote and he's talking about like black men their thoughts on love, right, right. their thoughts on relationships. Um, Anthony Anderson speaks about him being selfish, and people talk about you know what it would look like if their kids saw these arguments and these fights, yep. or knew that you know they were cheating. The and real and shit, niggas don't be thinking about. Right, exactly. And I'm gonna come back to that in a second. But in addition, just shout out to so many niggas that was on it and exposed their kind of situations between. Um, Kendrick Lamar, Will Smith, Meek Mill, Anthony Anderson, Omar Hardwick, uh, Michael B. Jordan, Lil Rel, um, Chris Paul, uh, like Chris Tony Paul, Parker, like Tony Parker, like it was so you wouldn't got niggas like diverse yo, you know, so many diverse prominent black men, just men men of men of color in that particular scenario, and I was just like, yo, this is so dope and each one said something in a very retrospective yep. kind of way so one of the ones that I kind of related to was when they were talking about um, you know you don't want to see your kids don't want to you know see the arguments and this that and the third right. I got when I was a kid I had those opportunities you know what I'm saying right, to right. see and I don't want to I call them opportunities for the reason of this growth because it made me grow it made me yeah. change I'm one of the kids that 
as an only child, and this is what we'll get to as well, as an only child, I looked at life differently. I was my mother's only child. Right. My father has four kids in right. total, right. if you include me. When I look at it, I look at it differently. From the mistakes that he's made, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to be that person. Exactly. I didn't want to be that person that was upset. I didn't want to be that person that something flicks me off right. every fucking second. Right. That wasn't the person that I wanted to be. Exactly. I also looked at it like seeing those those fights made me like, that's not the kind of relationship I want. At all. And even like, and, I, and I'll be honest, and it's going to hurt some of my feelings, but even with my mother, she used to be like, I'm not the marrying kind. You know what I'm saying to you? That was something that I never wanted. I never wanted for myself. I was like, I'm not sitting in nobody motherfucking relationship. Yeah. We talked about that when we talked about the side chicks, the one, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be in nobody's motherfucking relationship and not have nothing to show for. And not shit. have say, saying that we built something. Real Regardless shit. of where we are or what our stature is in life, I don't want it to not be that we didn't build anything. Niggas built at the end of the day. Who wants to be with somebody and you can't even build with them? You can't even reflect. <laughs> or learn. Respect or learn anything from them. I carry that with regular fucking people as it is. Like, right. So you know it's going to be carried with a woman. Right. So it was one of those things that, and I guess my mentality was very different. And it was very, it was also based on the fact that I was so introverted. Right. You feel what I'm saying too? Like for a long time, like clearly now I'm not as introverted as it is. But there are many times where I'm like, yo, I just want to be by myself. Yeah. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't not wrong with that. I want to be solitude, in, 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 my own, right, in my own personal solitude and not a forced solitude. But when I tell you, being an only child, having that time to think, and when my grandmother died when I was young, uh, my Aunt Pat gave me a journal, which I still have to this day, and I wrote. Right. And that was what created it for me to become an MC. I wrote poetry. I just wrote my thoughts. I wrote whatever. Right. And it became my outlet to become an MC. I was, I'm a lucky kid. I'm a lucky kid in that way because I never got to the point where I let their bullshit affect me because my mother really my mother embraced it and right. talked about it and said look this is not always what life is supposed to be hell no you know what I'm saying to you so my mother definitely not what you wanted to be you know <laughs> not what you wanted to be and then I think I agree. Trust like me, me and my dad um, actually had a conversation yesterday right. you know we was talking and I was talking telling him about my job and you know the change and all of that good stuff and you know he was talking and it was some things that he kind of brought up and I'm just like you know wow and I told him I'll be honest with you, this is the happiest that I have been in a long time. I haven't been happy like this in a long time. Like, I still have that not... focus ain't been there. I've still not divulged everything about all of my feelings to, to either one of them. Right. But what I will say is I told him a while back, even before this conversation, I was like, you know, the mistakes that you made, I learned from them. Instead, yeah, fuck yeah. this is not... This is what I'm not going to Same do. here. Like, you know even with my pops. Like, real shit. That, my mom, right. my dad's the reason why I don't argue... Why I will not argue with a female. Like, it's right. not happening. Off the break. Because... I, I've sat, I've sat, fucking front row and watched this shit. You know, like, that's not worth it to me. All that energy and all that breath, and you argue, and then it's just like, like I feel like the way my mind be, I argue with a female, I might go lay down and literally faint type shit. Like that, that's how much energy it take from me. It's like now you feel weak. Like right. I just let and all of this. It was like no, I remember dude. my homegirl, like when she, um, when she got a divorce, she said, which again still blows my mind because we only in our thirties, but whatever. <laughs> when she got her divorce one of the things that she said to me was I didn't want to live my life regretting him and I was like yo that I, makes that's, sense. The smartest, that's the smartest thing that I've ever heard anybody say that makes sense like I didn't want to spend my life regretting him 
or feeling an animosity towards him regardless of what the situation was regardless of what was going on I didn't want to feel that way there's a bunch of second guessing and I'm like you know what that that makes sense and there were days there are days even in my marriage now because remember the one the one thing that they talked about in the footnotes was how marriage changes a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about the, the Islamic like, belief, like a man doesn't become a man until he gets married. Until right, he right, right, right. And I believe that. I believe that. I believe that with my whole heart because being married, I've noticed that I'm definitely not the same person that I used that to be. That you was. And if I was, I know that it would still have led to a path for destruction. I know that my wife is my saving grace. Yep. I know that I honor and cherish her even through the mistakes that I make even through the feelings that I have that's I called know loyalty that I you know I'm, I'm good on that yep. you know what I'm saying like the something you built it's something that you built and most people don't get an opportunity to or do. they don't or they, the opportunity is there they mm-hmm. just still choose to they choose to not grow right that's all they, you make your own decisions in this world so it's like you know right and it's, it's just like you just can't I don't get it motherfuckers really just nowadays I just don't get a lot of shit you know right and you have to you one thing that is um (laughs) it's really weird when I got into poetry let me tell you the weirdest way that I got into poetry I got into poetry because and this is what made me love poetry and hip hop I know last week we talked about what made you fall in love with hip hop which made me kind of go back and think about it one of the other things that made me fall in love with hip hop was Poetic Justice because the movie Poetic Justice oh really because Pac was in it you know what I'm saying to you, which made me be like, damn, true, true, you know, we doing bigger true. things, we be we being actors, this, that, and the third. Which it wasn't that you didn't see it before, but it was somebody that you wrote with and that you loved. You feel what I'm saying to you? Right. So then, within all of that, you sit back and the poetry that was in there. I remember John Singleton kind of being like, I was, I always watched the the directors, J- or the director's John cut. Singleton. John Singleton is the director of was the director of the movie. Okay. So I sit back and I'm watching the movie but with his director's commentary in it oh, shit. and he was like um when he started the movie the poetry he had no idea what to do right so he was like he asked my angelou to do the poetry right, right right so shout out to my angelou rest in peace because they got me hella a's in my poetry class. <laughs> swear to God. Hella like A's. in poetry class in English, Maya got me through so Hella many A's. Yeah, so many A's. And and because what I would do is I would take the poems and I would break them down. I even was able, I got an A plus plus because I took Phenomenal Woman and broke it down. So damn nigga. Yo, I was literally that's why I'm like, that's why I love English. I love words. Like, I love damn nigga. Like I got an A plus plus. My my I broke it down. I broke it down into feminism. I broke it down into everything. I was like, well shit, I might now I look back on it. I was like, I might as well be a motherfucking Beyonce hey, speaker. That shit but not it won't hurt. You but, already you already got your you got the, the knowledge, the concept of it. Why not fucking take it and do something with it? Exactly. But what I say is this one of the, the scenes in that movie when they were at the cookout or whatever, my Angela was talking to, you know, the, the other sisters that right. was all sitting there. And she was like, you know what? It don't matter if your mama did it, your daddy did it. Either way, baby, you got to come on up. Come on up. And that made me think. I literally watched it. I watched that movie a hundred times. But like, that part right there. Today. But for some reason, that part resonated in my mind. So, yeah, that business? Might yeah. watch it today. I don't know. But the shit resonated in my mind where it really was literally like, you gotta come on up, you gotta build your own self up. And then my mother would throw back, you know, later on, don't have anybody do for you what you can do for yourself. Exactly. So those things were things that 
kind of created and built me as a man and I saw you know the levels of mistakes that other people were making and I was like you know what I'm good right I'm good I'm Gucci these, these are things I ain't the perfect man I make all the same mistakes we all make fucking I make mistakes. all the same mistakes as everybody else yeah but it's, it's all but, about are you going are you fucking learning exactly are you learning or are you just uh-huh. are you just making mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake and like how, it's about how much percent of effort are you putting to fix that fucking mistake? Exactly. There's a leak in your kitchen, so uh, you gonna you wait? Gonna, you gonna wait to call the maintenance? Leak? You gonna you gonna, you gonna wait to call the maintenance nigga? Or you gonna call them nigga as soon as you see that motherfucking shit? You know? Exactly. And sometimes it takes for the whole pipe to bust for you to be like, oh shit, really didn't hit the fan. Like, like I need to. Like do some it. niggas exactly. are just, some niggas are sitting and let it resonate, let it get real, exactly. real, real bad, and then when the shit break, then you like, oh, I got called. No, nigga, you should have called when you saw it. It's, exactly this, and it's just we love Jay for that because to be that retrospective to be you know just as vulnerable like yo towards the end remember when he was like um, you know me and my wife had had those conversations yeah. like we had to have and, and he was like unco- it was uncomfortable as shit but, but we had to have them but also being that you've been together for so long it made it easier exactly. to have those because you're not talking about this shit to you could if it was a random person street you go you fuck around a lot of their face yeah but this is you. You and this woman have been down right decade. Right. Oh, you my, know, like they, I think they remember with 13, 14 years now. Yeah, it's a long guy. Close to now. close to two decades, yo. Close to two decades. So like it's like it. you can't even. Y'all got three kids now. Yeah. Like at this point, it's way bigger than fame. Bigger than fuck everybody at this point. And I like this right <laughs> now. And I like this right now for this to be his point of where he's coming to because for the first time in the history of Jay Z, you have a son. He's you have a son. You have a prince. You have a prince to become king to understand. Yo, I this is what I made my mistakes. Like but nigga, I can't have you make I made, those mistakes. I made these albums trying to teach the younger motherfuckers growing up, but now And now I need to teach you. You. I need to fuck teach you. Them. Now it's like fuck them because now I have to make sure you Good. understand and you right. grow up to where you need to be. Because now it's like at this point no all but whoever was still I've still bumped you know his old shit but at, we in the point in time where that shit don't get played no more right so now but you no no let me tell you Icon of Legend that's what I said I play it you no know, no no I, not, even, not even just you Icon of Legend let me tell you why see this is why I always keep my ear to everything nigga do you know for the last two weeks Nike you keep playing nothing but Jay-Z shit. For real? They are giving away the ticket. And it's not just because of the giveaway. Like, they started to do, like, a prelude beforehand. Leading up to... Leading up to it. Like, they would play stuff all the time at the, um... Like, when it was, like, the lunchtime hour, I would go to lunch, and I would hear... I'm like, the fuck? I'm like, did the nigga die? Like, what is going on? Like, they literally would always play. And his stuff doesn't get played in the rotation. No. Yes. It's not in the rotation Which we know. But to, to give so much homage to this man that's great, yo. so much. Period. I, the fuck niggas that try to tear him down online, I think that's bullshit. I, I think, think that's, that's just, bullshit. I personally, think you can't look at your own self and sit back here and tell me you tangent I think motherfucker this What I think is, I think it's just motherfuckers who just want to talk to hear themselves talk. That's online, period. Or talk to get a reaction. Yeah, you, so it's just you're like, trying to talk to get a, get a reaction. You're not breaking his pockets, nigga. Mm-hmm. So. Not at all. And if I'm lining it with 999, I'm lining it for a reason. I'm lying in there for a reason. I ain't gonna say. Dude, like, don't you set ain't. yourself up, nigga. Like you, nah. you do a lot of talking, but nigga, what you really need to focus on. He good. He's he Gucci. He good. Regardless, Very good. Regardless Him, of his bitch good because his bitch got. They both got billionaire money. Yo, they kid. They kids is good. Let me tell you something. Somebody posted a uh, picture of three album covers. 
Lemonade, uh, Solange's Apple. Yeah, I saw that shit. And and G- yeah, I saw that. All three of those albums are the black experience in some way, shape, or form. Are so I will continuously be the most iconic records ever. Right. Right now. I believe that. I believe when we get 10, 15, 20 years past, and it'd be it, like they'll, it'd they'll be, be like it'd be like the other trucks that came before. Them. Or, it, or it'd be on the statue like life or death. Like it, it is you know, all three of them. It, it, like it gets you that statue of like those golden albums from like the early nineties type right. shit, and then now you got this is the the two thousands. Like now the they 20, yeah. now they about to these are about to be the next. Life after death, the next, you know, the next Machiavelli, all this shit. Now, when you get up to here, yeah. they're gonna be like, "Yo, you remember that motherfucking four, 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 yo?" Yeah. Like, what? And I, and that's why that's why I love the fact that we do the show because here's the thing: we did the show way before we even thought or knew that he was making an album. Yeah, you feel literally the show because we love hip hop. But right now, we have a piece of iconography. We have a piece of of being identified in yep. this in this way to say, "Hey, you know what?" We were there. This is what we were doing yeah. at that time. The ground floor. Yo, what was we doing with four forty four camera? Oh, we was doing the kickstand party. Yeah, we were doing the like, You know what I'm saying? Like that's we have episodes that 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 covered that bitch and right. document that. So that's part. That's now part of our. That's gold. Well. That's golden to me. Family. Like I love, I love hip hop. I don't know what I would be doing if it wasn't for what it is. And I feel like our listeners get that passion from the way I speak about it. And I hope that you guys get. Um, learning lessons and all that stuff yes, you know what I'm please. saying and we're gonna be way more active and we got some more you know great things to kind of talk about a lot of great things but before we end this segment and we go on to the next segment yeah, yeah. Um, gotta talk about Vic motherfucking Mensa I remember it's so funny when um he was on the complex shit with Joe Button the mm-hmm. academics and shit and Cause you know, like all of every Chicago hate that nigga academics. Because mm-hmm. you know he he. It's funny because before I really you know before he dropped the war the um the war of Chicago, mm-hmm. um he he was that guy who get on the he he was just you know he had his little he has his, his YouTube channel and not, and Jay put me onto it. Me and Jay was sitting why and, and why it was like videos obviously him displaying Chicago mm-hmm. niggas and shit. But he he displaying their problems and shit that they doing the niggas getting killed and this and this. And yes, he definitely make jokes and mm-hmm. talk about niggas like this idiot right here blah blah and all of that shit. And then comes out with War in Chicago. So right. Vic Mensa felt like. Like yo, like when I watched that interview, you'd have never knew Vic Mensa was about to say what he said. Like right. he, he kept professional. He was like, and then when, when yo asked him like, what you think about you know blah blah going on? I, I feel like a lot of people hype up the the stuff that goes on there. Then he was just like, well thanks. You just initiated the question, motherfucker, because you right. do it too, nigga. I want to slap you. Like he right. said that. Right, like right, like because y'all because because you were doing everybody else doing, but y'all doing it right now. Like how, he, right he now literally said it. He was like, "How?" He said, "That's real life shit going on right now." He mm-hmm. said, "How can you make a? How can you make anything? How can you make something to capitalize your name mm-hmm. off of us? And you ain't even from here." Exactly. And two points to that to that effect because you you brought up a, a good point that I was thinking about. So you know, Chicago is just Shottown. Yep, yeah. War, it's a, it is that's a why they call it Shawrack. Ground. They call it that for a reason. But we ain't no further. Away from oh yeah anything. oh yeah nigga Baltimore is right next to it so we have a ceasefire that is coming up soon I need to still figure out the details I think it's next month 
but I think it's August 8th. I want to say something like that, but we do have a ceasefire that's coming up. But niggas need to stop now. This shit is ridiculous. Hey. I don't even know where the number is anymore. The last time I checked, it was 125. Like, the summertime ain't even out yet. Nigga. What do you mean, 120 motherfucking five, nigga? Like, that's crazy. Niggas is wild. That's crazy man. shit. Niggas wild. For you to worry about a block that you don't own, you worrying about a block that your mama rent. But you tell us more fucked Jay-Z. up, yo. <laughs> you tell us you're more fucked up, yo, on some real shit, my personal opinion, yo. I feel like this fucking trap music is why. Or plays a huge role. It's a lie. But listen, so, yeah, I guess so. the, the reason why I say that is because you have to pay attention to the content. Right. Fuck the beat. Let's let's actually tie into the content. Like mm-hmm. regardless of the fact that we cannot understand half the shit a lot of them niggas saying, mm-hmm. the main things that you realize think about that. Like I, I had to think about this when I when I I was just listening to trap music just because. And I was just like, yo, you know what? It was like on some no, you cannot hear half the shit they saying, right? Mm-hmm. But there's the shit that you can hear is the same shit you hear in all of their songs. Right. Don't trust nobody. Mm-hmm. Fuck niggas. Don't have friends. Fuck bitches. Get, Get money, money. Drink. Pop. Pick. Like yeah. that's the shit you hear. Right. Through all of these songs. What you don't. And and the shit that you don't hear is just mumble to you. But then also think about it in this retrospect too. All of the shit is mumble, but what emotional connection does it give you to the music? Like, everybody dance to it. Okay, that's cool. Right. But what is the actual feeling? Like, okay, listen to, tra- if you can, you can listen to trap music all day or a whole trap album. There's nothing but trap. All day. Like, well, how do you, how do you feel what is he, at what? the end of it? Like, okay, I'll, t- I'll put it to you like this. I can listen to Mary and listen to Mary all day. And there what? are songs that'll be on there that will get me to a point of Damn, I remember when. I remember when this was happening. Right, right. Or, damn, I feel like this. Or, I fell in love. Or, whatever. And there were good moments. And there were bad moments. And then there's a point where I'll listen to some of the music and be like, damn, I'm sad too. Like, damn, I remember that. So, it's That's an emotional tie. Music is an emotional tie to everything. How do you think the trap music makes you feel when your message is, fuck bitches, get money, don't trust nobody, watch out for the snakes, everybody's ops. Total like, gun. Total gun. Total gun. Shoot personalities. Hills, drink lean. Like, what the fuck? So, you don't think that that has any bearance on the way that you feel so you, or your emotional state yeah so like you don't so like y'all these like do these rappers think at all like do y'all not see that this shit is getting played so much and these kids they they listen to it so so much right. like that they like okay I gotta fuck nigga I just saw a video was it Chicago? It was in Chicago. I think it was in Chicago, Detroit. So nigga inside of a car. Mm-hmm. It was Chicago. Nigga inside of a, a car. He mm-hmm. recording these. It's three little boys, nigga. Mm-hmm. Little boys. Like they, you know, they had to be all of like that. The oldest they, all they all possibly could have been, at least at least eleven, twelve. Right. Nigga, these little boys is walking on the sidewalk. Like they just standing there, like doing something. And he riding up like the the nigga grown ass man in the car. Ryan Pass got him on the on the live and shit. The one little boy like take like take me to the camera, you know he said, I'll beat your little ass nigga on B D on this gang shit. Mm-hmm. And then the little nigga start talking about how he in the gang. All that the, yeah, that black second right. shit. Right. So yo like man, B D blah blah them on on this set, blah blah and the little nigga saying like yeah he's like, Yeah I'll beat your little ass blah 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 And then guess what this little nigga do? Mm. Flash the strap. You really had a whole burner on him. Exactly. Exactly. But the but the little but the nigga in the car. This is what got me. The nigga in the car. Instead of telling this little nigga, yo, what you need to do is right now, give me that bitch. 
You do not need that. Mm-hmm. You, you're going to get yourself killed. Mm-hmm. This nigga is hyping this little nigga up. Yeah, sure, they don't like, go ahead, Joe, show him the strap. Yo, show him the strap. Yo, right. you already know on beat, like, nigga. And, and this ain't nothing new under the sun. This has been like this for years. It has. Like, nigga, how it would has. you feel if you have, if you have a child and your son is walking around with a strap and somewhere out there while you're not around him, mm-hmm. there's another nigga encouraging hyping, him hyping to hyping do this shit. Do the dumb shit. Now when your and son that, get but, his dumb ass shot. But, but listen, this is what this all leads back to. That's why you need to listen to Jay. Exactly. <laughs> that's like, why you need to listen to Jay. Because he's nigga, selling yo. you everything from his experience. And that's why. So real he quick, did. I want to wrap this wrap this through, right? So the reason why I said Big Mensa because we just went on. And, and all of that shit makes you mad. It makes you mad because you're working so hard. So I get it. But I was going to say Big Mensa because, number one, I'm super excited. I got into Vic. And I started following his Instagram, and then in addition, he was on Wildin' Out uh, on Thursday. So, real quick, album, July 20, motherfucking 8th, the day after my birthday. This gonna be fire. And this nigga gets, at the uh, album uh, album listening party, gets a motherfucking kudos from J motherfucking Z nigga. From Jay Z, you know you got to be doing something. He's a rock nation, so I get that. But when you get a cosign like that, that like, means you going somewhere. You going somewhere. First of all, you on Rock Nation. You on Rock Nation. That's number one. Jay Z, Jay Z, you got Rihanna and Cole, so it's like Rihanna, Cole, J Electronica. Yeah, J Electronica. These is all niggas who. So he's not just putting anybody on fucking. And he's been very selective in that way because Rock Nation's been. What a company for like the almost the last ten years. Yeah. So he's kind of like, yo, I'm very selective. I mean, artists have not. You haven't seen. Uh, sorry, Diddy. You haven't seen a Diddy because I, I love him. No, I no, but that's, no, that's true. Him, you, you, you haven't seen. He's not active. Like Diddy. He I'm, push, I'm gonna push him out. Ain't no active shit going on right there. So Jay Z know what he's doing. Jay Z sees something. Yeah. He's smart. Yo, he he's, he's very doing. smart he and he's doing. very. It's very artist driven again. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's let me let me give you an artist on work on it. I'm finding that out. I remember. Being an artist and being like, I don't understand J. Cole and this, that, and the third. And I'm being honest. Don't fucking hit me in these emails. I'm just being honest. I didn't understand it first. Right, right, right. But I get it now. And I'm telling you, just like I said the last time in one of the other episodes, the shit that got me that was relatable for me was Wet Dreams. That shit was what got me. And niggas like, you ain't heard this before? No. So allow me to go back. And I and I got back into my, my J. Cole bag and was like, that's why the niggas in MC. Exactly. Big Mensa is doing the same thing for me. And... I hope that it's going to be good because what ends up happening, he's calling it um, autobiography. Okay. First of all, when you use a word like autobiography as your title, as your title, good. I you know. are stretching a limit. You are being as raw and exposed as you possibly fucking can. Yeah, because these niggas be naming this shit because whatever. Nobody, these niggas name this back in the day. Title names weren't autobiography unless it was a self-titled one. Right, right, right. And even then, you weren't as real or as exposed. So you're going to have to be pretty exposed but guess what? to use a word like autobiography. That's why I fuck with Jay-Z. I do. I do. Reasonable Doubt. Yep. Blueprint. Mm-hmm. Like, the Black Album. You know what I'm saying? American Gangster. Gangsta. His titles were not just some rinky-dink shit. Yeah. His titles were, just, were like... Like they, they coincided with the album and they reflected like, the album. And this is what I'm I'm hoping for for Vic Mensa. I think it's gonna be great. After watching him on Wildin' Out, it made me made me fuck with him. After hearing after randomly coming across one of the videos, shout out to YouTube for that. Because YouTube will start throwing me videos that I'm like, I've never 
watched this before so what is this yeah and like what are those no so, <laughs> but it just is one of those things where i'm like okay i oh i get it oh oh yeah i love chicago right because i do you know um I would I, even I, say, I honestly, it's, honestly, it for me right honestly, post Chief Keith era, like even when that shit was <laughs> first, when they were first coming out, I definitely, I will, I will definitely t- take that. No, I pre, definitely even, fuck, even pre because because yeah, 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 yeah held that yeah, 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 yeah. time. Like for me, like that's why they don't call Chicago music trap music. They call yeah. it drill music. Drill music. They don't yeah. call it trap because right. when you think about it. Chicago shit don't sound like feature music. But Chicago has always been the mecca. The, uh, the, uh, mecca, the mecca of music, period, point blank. Yeah, so it was like, I'm not, uh, when Chief Chief came out, yeah, at first I'm like, I can't understand this nigga, what he's saying. Yeah. But guess what? His music is catchy. I, it's catchy. Okay, the beats okay, are hard. Okay, 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 okay. So don't be mad at me because I actually downloaded that. What? The, the new Chief Keith. And oh, You know he make his own beats now? Yeah. I'm not completely mad at it. I gotta go back into it to really. Right, right. I'm a person that like this. Even with Jay-Z's album, I've done the same thing with every album that I've reviewed or talked about or whatever. Right. I'll listen to it in its entirety first because I cannot give you a whole opinion. We talked about Faith. I said I don't like it. Yeah. I talked about TLC. I didn't like it. And I gave you everything. That's because you heard that shit numerous times. You, back to back. Which which one? That's how you were able to be no, able to... No, 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 no. Here's, and this is, this, is, this is the weirdness in me now. Twice. That's it. It's never, it's never back. And it's never back to back. I will listen to it Shuffle. once on one day and listen to it another day. Right. Because I have to absorb it and say, okay, well, damn, I remember this. Oh, let me go back into this. Right, right. I have to kind of, you know, piece it piece it together. And some, that's why, like, of course, the show is every week. That's why it gives me enough time to say, oh, I like this about that. That's right. right I like right, that. Right. I like that. And it's enough to give me a little bit of perspective over top of kind of what's going on. Right, right. But uh, we're reverting back to Chief Keefe and I'm going to wrap this up. The album is not that bad. It's like... I'm seeing the growth and the fundamental growth. It's not, it ain't super retrospective. It's not right. any of that, but it's not as bad as I thought it would be. You know what I'm saying to you? Like, I'm at a point in life of being very free and giving every artist a chance yeah. that I possibly can. You know what I'm saying to you? That, that it will appeal to me. Just like we talked about the other time when we talked about Scissor. Nigga, I still love this album. I still, I'm still bumping. <laughs> still bumping. Shout out to TDE for making a move like TDE that. TDE can't do no wrong right now in it's my goddamn eyes. Move, yo. It's a power SZA move, Scissor is killing it for me. You and know they so in the cut. That's why I love TDE. And yeah. that's why I go back to shout out to the friend zone because had I not been listening to the friend zone, never knew about that shit. Had Dustin and Asante and Friend not been on their shit talking about how much they love. I mean, they were like, I love this shit. I love, I love this track. I love, uh, love galore. I like um, doves in the wind. I like super, uh, supermodel. I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? I'm literally in the car. Like after Asante spells it and just was like, all right, let me go ahead and put this shit in. Let me see. Put the album on and I'm like, oh, what? Like, oh, what, what? was I missing? Bitch, who are you? What? Who are you and where you from? Saw her on the BET Awards and have been like, what? What, what is going on? Yeah, yo. So, you know, I'm always about giving new artists a try. So, once again, congratulations to Vic Mensa. That is a huge shout out. And I cannot wait for this album that comes out the day after my freaking birthday. I'm very, I can't wait to hear it. I, I, I like his music, yo. He doesn't make both. Like, a lot of people don't fuck with him, but I fuck with him. I like his music. I love his beat selection. I like his, you know, his, I like his mentality his with lyricism. this shit. His lyricism. No, he's he's not no regular average Chicago nigga. And, so he's, and he's happy. Like, he's not, yeah. I'm not saying happy-go-lucky music, but like, being on Wild and Out, he competed. 
You feel what I'm saying to you? Like, there are artists that go on Wildin' Out, and not that Wildin' Out is the mecca of anything. Nah, but they, but, they, they, but they go on there, and sometimes they just act overly hard. Nigga, you fucking this method man. Right. You are like five. Method Man is like six three, and like, you like you was telling something that thought Wu Tang was for the children, and it was like, you uh-huh. know, it was like he really kind of went in and said something about his shoes. He's being like, himself. How the, you, how the fuck did you get these shoes? He was TSA, he, and he's being himself. He's being and himself. Meth, and Meth realized it and represents it, and so. Again, shout out to Vic Mensa. If you guys are not listening to Vic, you need to. I think he's going to be a dope fucking yeah. artist. He's going to get right there on that level of Kendrick if he does not overly surpass it. We'll see. So we will definitely see. So right now, let's take a quick break. We'll get back into some more stuff. Right now, today's topic is we don't step. We don't step. And I step. will get further into what that means because we talked about Jay. We talked about his family affects everything. Yes, sir. We'll talk about family. Yes, sir. All right? We out. out this bitch you feel me we does this shit yeah we out we out here okay so we out nigga this has been a hell of an episode um I said that during the break like this literally crazy I agree and I I appreciate that I appreciate y'all for listening to this episode because it means a lot to me so um usually like when I work throughout the week I'm like um, oh god! Like so much has been happening, right? Right. With the change of the job, my last two weeks, all that stuff, and trying to really make sure that I still create a quality show, right? Right. Like I put so much stress and and pressure on myself to make sure that y'all are getting quality entertainment each time, each and every, every time. Yeah. And you know, hopefully that you guys are enjoying the show. But this week, I was like, I really don't have a topic. Right. Uh, I want to do this. I don't want to do this. I want to run past you. I don't like this. You know, like every time I go through some right. list, I'm like, mm, I need some more stuff to talk about. So my stepmother, or my other mother, but um, gave me kind of like a topic. She was like, step, 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 children. Right. I was like, I definitely want to talk about right, that right, right, because. You know, family is the foundation of anything. They can make or break you. What they can say can either shatter you to your core yep, or build you up to be a phenomenon. Um, so I'm just let me tell you about my family dyna- dynamic. My family dynamic is crazy. Right. It is crazy. So you you know Nelly. Yep. Of course, and then my brother Dewan yeah. and my sister and you met my sister RJ. So you met my two sisters, you just haven't met my brother yet. Um so all four of us are my dad's children. Right. So each of us, um, either our mothers already have other children, but I think me and Dewan are only children from my mother. Right, right. So um, being that I'm an only child for my mother, my level of 
siblinghood was a little different. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that was that was definitely different. So then, so imagine my, my dad has four. Right. My stepmother at, at the time had two boys. So that's already six. Right. So um, then her sister passed. So she had, well, she had, it was Boopy Mo, Pooh, Nari, and Nini. So that was already five. Damn. So now that's 11. Right. In general. So then you eventually add his sister's kids. Right. That, you know, she had her issues. So then you had Drea, Ray, Josh, and then Malcolm. Right. So that's like 15. Sheesh. It was 15 of us and two fucking adults in one house during the summertime. Damn. Like, it's that, like a party, nigga. The, nigga. Nigga. It was so, looking back on it, it was so great. Like, we had the best childhood because we all had each other. Right, right, right. Like, we all had each other. I remember Mo was one of the oldest, so she would make breakfast and we would sing Lauren Hill loud as fuck in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, like, right. I remember those days where it would be like me, Naughty, Mark, and Ray, and we would be, you know, outside, and you could hear Dina just calling us from the street and shit, and we would all race to see, you know, who could get there the fastest. Right, right. <laughs> like those were some of the good memories, and even throughout all of the things before, you know, my my stepmother, my father got a divorce. Before that happened, and even before my little sister was born, like we all had this big family dynamic and right. it's always been a huge family dynamic and that was one of the things that um attracted my wife uh you know but she was attracted to me in that way because her family wasn't as tight knit as my family is right then to add insult to injury you got my mama's side of the family yep. and it's just it's hella us and we all grew up together too right right so it was like growing up i always i i had cousins that would love and then my favorite cousin my cousin sherry oh my god so, I had to be every bit about nine when she moved in, but they moved directly across the street from the, from the condos that I lived in. Right. So, me and her, that was my sister. Basically. Like, that was my sister. And not when I say was, because she ain't in Baltimore no more, I still feel a certain kind of way about that, Sherry. I'm just saying. So, <laughs> you know, but that's still my sister to this day. And she, um, you know, because we were the same age right or very close to the same age i'm sorry she's a year older than me but with us being the same age she had older brothers and siblings and she was like that change of life baby that last you know what i'm saying that right, last right. baby so me and her clicked instantly she can tell me anything i can tell her anything there's never any judgment we're never malice or using anything against each other so again my sister um but the funny thing <laughs> the funny thing is i knew your cousin is always your first best friend and I know that to be a fact because I remember one Halloween and we always tell the story and her children laugh at this story every single time one Halloween I was able to go trick-or-treating I went trick-or-treating with my mom's stand the third my mother goes to no so that year she was punished she couldn't go so my mother goes to work her mother goes to work we left alone you know what I'm saying to be kids of course the older kids are there stand the third you know um and then they doing their thing. Right. <clears throat> we able to go outside. Of course, we kids. We go outside. We hatch a plan to go re-knock on these motherfuckers' doors and get candy. Do you know we got more motherfucking candy? 
than we ever did. Damn. Like, I lied to you not. Like, we we got more candy. Niggas hit the fucking... Niggas said, yo, we, we ready to come up real quick. We had that candy for at least a year and a half. That We did. Damn. We had that candy for a minute. Because, I mean, just kind of going through it, you know, throughout the year. We had that candy for a while. For a while. Niggas is hilarious. And they never knew. And I think we recently just told her mother that, like, a couple couple of months ago but like they nobody ever knew we literally went outside and did it when we were kids we came up with some of the craziest ideas <laughs> crazy like i don't understand it was like the winter of 94 95 whatever really bad winter and i remember i don't know why we thought that we could take don't judge us we could take eggs out of the refrigerator and put them under our pillows and hatch them. Right. Like, we could bring baby birds. Uh, like, it was so, so silly. But we were young and we were kids and we always had innovative ideas. And we played. We played outside. Like, yo, we used to... Remember when the X-Men had, like, a game? I think it was on Sega Genesis or whatever. And, uh, well, you probably don't remember. But... No, no, no. <laughs> they they I, used I, to have a game and it was, like, in 2D. Yeah. You would run around and you gotta, like hit certain things and like other characters would come out you might like be Wolverine or Cyclops or whatever I know exactly what you're talking so about we had, we had that game we used to go outside and play like that was the case like that's, that's what I'm saying like you don't do that it, niggas don't do that anymore nigga I know me, and that was me, my, and me, Mike, me Mike and Francis used to do that in the basement that's what I'm saying and we like Dragon Ball Z different. we did that right <laughs> Right, that's what you do. Like that's what you do with your, you know, with your cousins. And I was blessed. And one of the things that made the show topic real was like I talked to Dina about it, and she was, she was giving me ideas and feedback. And I said, you know what, you're absolutely right about this. We don't step thing. Yeah. Um, two things that came from that. One thing that ended up happening in a while back, my mother, my mother's boyfriend, right, um, who had passed a couple about a couple years ago now. And he used to say to me and his daughter that we don't step. Right. I'm her brother. She's my sister. Right, right. Like that meant that even even with him never marrying my mother or anything like that, that's how it is. Even to the day he died, we still carry our relationship yeah. like Real that. Shit, like and, and we together. You know, we, we still carry our relationship like that because he was like, We don't step, you'll never he would when I used to call him, he would call he would answer the phone and be like What's up, son? This, that, and the third, and meant it. And I was, and I, I would even some from time to time hang up the phone, and be like, "All right, dad, I love you." This, that, and the third. All right. Regardless, even though I have a dad, right, clearly right. I have a dad. Right. I know who my dad is. Right. But that man did for me from times when my father couldn't. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so when he was me. there, he was still a man. I was never left when it was his children. He did for his children, mm-hmm. and because he was with my mother, he did for me. Yep. So I'm never not, you know. Um, disinclude that man as being a man in that house, you know, in my household, oh, yeah. so, and, and and a shape in my life, and even down to my cousin Sherry, her stepfather, which is her father, regardless. Right. That was my uncle, or right. was is my uncle. I don't know why I'm using past tense. That that's my uncle. He um he shaped and molded a lot in me. Right. When I first got my first job at Burger King, that nigga was the first person. Well. When I got a promotion at that job, that was the nigga, the first person to teach me how to tie a tie. Oh shit! I learned, and I still know how to tie a tie to this day. Right. That is a fundamental thing as a man, whether you ever wear a tie or not. Learn how to do to it. To be able to do it. Good. You Gucci. You. Yeah. Any given point in time, you may need that. Bit. Right. And so then, with talking to my stepmother, one of the other things that made me want to kind of touch on this topic like that was, I remember a time, and she was talking about it. 
it was when Westview Mall was up there and it was popping. Right. And she was talking about how we were all around and somebody asked her a question about like who are all these children. She's like, these are my children. Right. And she always took that ownership and for her parents. And she was say, dead ass serious. She was dead ass. Yeah. Dead ass. The, the, I got another funny story about that too. But she was dead ass about that. Or it was one time where it was just, it was like me, Mark, and Naughty. And she was like, this is my nephew because Naughty is her nephew. Right. And she was like, and, and still her son in right, that way. Right. But, you know, Naughty is her nephew. And she was like, these are my sons. She never pointed me out to be her stepson. Right. She's she my told, sons. She told whoever that that's my son. Right, right. And I still to this day, always like my stepmother is amazing like and i'll tell you you've met her yeah you met her so you know she she a lot she is amazing because she will always put something in my spirit that makes me feel better about me no matter what she said to me a while back um you know she was like sure you may not ever have kids but at the end of the day you are a father like on father's day i got a happy father's day from her and the reason why I get a happy Father's Day is because she's raising my cousin's kids. And she, when I tell you when she need help or she need anything, I'm there for it. Right, right. You know what I'm saying to you? No matter what it, no matter what it is. Right. I'm there for it. And those kids love me. You got a chance to play with them when they call yeah. you Alvin and the Chipmunks. Right, yeah. They, so, you know, and they really, they're my world. Like, I love them, you know, the absolute depth. And that's what, that's what family should be for. Yeah. You don't, you don't kind of step around the subject but what does it mean to you as well what does family mean to you I mean personally family mean to me is just like at the end of the day someone that you can count on mm-hmm. and but a lot of you know now nowadays and times in this world we live a lot of people get that fucked up about relying on and like it's not yeah. I'm not saying depend on you I mean if if I ever really did need you I know for a fact I could call this person mm-hmm. you feel me like I can't even do that shit now. Like I tried it. Mm-hmm. Like there's only all of all of so, but like my see when I grew up, I was around specific family members. Like I was damn near my grandmother's house, my on my father's side. Right. Every I was in church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. We was at my grandmother's house. All my cousin, me and my cousins on my dad's side, always was together. Right. Always. Like it was right. like that. Like it was like me. You got my mother. See my my older brother has a father. Mm-hmm. My father. Did basically raised him mm-hmm. since birth. Mm-hmm. He was dead. He he called my fa- my brother Francis calls my father pops mm-hmm. dad. Mm-hmm. He calls his dad by his name. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Because my father basically took him in. Which is yeah, which is a really weird dynamic, but that happens. And aside from Francis, before I, I'm my father's first child. Mm-hmm. Before I even was born, Francis was the only child. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So then I came. Mm-hmm. Then Mike came. Then my little sister came. So now. Technically, Francis is my half brother. Right. Technically, but obviously, we weren't raised to think like that. Right. That's my fucking brother. At the end of the day. Exactly. You feel me? So, and and that's how that's how it is. Right. So, but you know, we was all with our specific cousins because it's like me. Every it's like every last one of us has a has a cousin in our age, basically. Mm-hmm. It's like we always had someone to play with our age. Yeah. We didn't have to make friends because yeah. we in the house with cousins, all of us. All day long. Francis got Drew and Francis got Drew and Gerald. I got my my cousin Brianna, which is a girl. Right. And me and her is like that. Yeah, exactly. Her, she a girl. Me and her tie my in, in the hand. Mike got little Eric, my mm-hmm. little cousin Eric. Mm-hmm. They both the same age. Mm-hmm. Then my little sister got little Deja, like my little cousin. So it's right. like we all under one fucking roof of my grandmother Louis fucking house in mm-hmm. a cave and shit. Mm-hmm. 
what could happen? Exactly. The girls is upstairs. We downstairs doing reckless ass shit. Mm-hmm. So you feel me? And that was and that was the same exact. It's funny that you say that. Reckless. That's the same exact way that it was. We had like Mobile B and Dre was upstairs. Yep. And added my dad. My dad and my stepmother's room was down there, and then the boys' room was like right directly next to. It. Like yeah, we like we, everybody's we, doing something. Yeah we, yeah, we all in one place. Like yep. and but but it's like. You know, we're we grown up now, mm-hmm. but even so, as we speak right now, I got a better chance of contacting every last one of them motherfuckers mm-hmm. as opposed to contacting. Like, honestly, on my mom's side, I don't talk to none of them. Right. Don't talk to my grandmother. Don't talk. Both my uncles did, except for one, and he's mm-hmm. an idiot. He locked up. Mm-hmm. So, my mom's the only one left. Mm-hmm. So, uncles, aunts, that's dead mm-hmm. <laughs> on that side. And Grandfather, it's, it's, dead. It's, it's sad because, like, that's where I'm, I'm, I'm not sad, but. That's where I'm really blessed in that way. Like, I still have that dynamic of always surprising my cousins. Like, so when we get together, of course, a lot of times on my mother's side, we'll get together for a little bit more holidays. And I've kind of right. had to divide between the two. It's so hard. People keep your families together because it's so hard for these shit. It's a lot of gas to be going around for this shit. This is bullshit. But um, on my mother's side of the family, like, recently we had the um the 4th of July cookout right and it was nothing but love and seeing family members I haven't seen in a while and, right and you know just listening to, to shows and I'm sorry listening to shows listening to music and just kind of really being in, in present that environment you realize why you love me. and you know my cousin just had a baby Erica so sorry if you ever listen to this I know I still gotta get you that stuff before that boy grow out of it but still <laughs> but you know what I'm saying it's like it's one of those things where no matter where you go, no matter what you do, family is still love. Yeah, no matter you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like even, even no matter how distant you are, like my people, yeah. like yo, my my, my cousins still contact me. Yeah, right. sometimes it might be once every blue moon, but mm-hmm. I know at the end of the day, right now, if I wanted to, I could call each and every one of them, all of them my aunts. Right. And <laughs> you know what? Um, and then here's the here's the double edged sword with that too. A lot of times. Um, no, it's not. You know what? I take that back. It's not a double edged sword. It's funny because as strong and as independent as I am, I can still be with certain people and revert back to being a kid. Right. Like me and my cousin Erica, we have the loudest, boisterous laughs that you will ever hear in your life. Right. If me and Erica get together, you know Troy and Erica are right next to each other because Basically. that laugh is so fucking <laughs> loud and it's just and we'll see. And niggas already know who like, it is. Yeah, and you already know who it is. And that's why drinking buddy like love her. So glad she had a baby bitch be back. Like so that's you know, that's my um my family dynamic. Oh, look at this shit. See yeah. this? That's oh, right, I saw that. Look oh. at that. That's now scroll over and you're gonna see us now. Oh shit. That's everybody that's in that little picture. That's at my grandmother's house. That's oh. how we will all link up. And then you see the next one. Yeah. All of us grown up. Oh. Like nigga. So cute. Everybody in the same household. That oh. shit was. I mean, obviously we ain't that reckless like that no more. <laughs> niggas in this house. Niggas in the household yeah. now. All we can talk about is all the shit niggas done did when we was little. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> it's just like it's um. Even even now, uh, when I had the conversation with my dad prior to having it with my. Because I think surprisingly, I think I talked to both of them in the same day. Um, it it just 
it always sparks to me being a little kid. Like I always, it's not about not having a level of respect and not being an adult. And I know that they both respect me as an adult. Right. But I always have revert back to this little kid thing yeah. in my mind a little bit. Like I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna say this because he's gonna, you know, right. I'm not gonna say this because she's gonna, you know. But me and my stepmother are definitely friends. That that is that is very real. Me and my mother are really good. I love my mom. Um, our dynamic changes a little bit. I'm not always on the same page with that but my mom oh my god my mom is amazing we've talked about her on the show yeah. you have gotten to meet my mom you will love my mom too right because she is a no y'all think that i don't have no filter and i just say what the fuck i want to say that's where the fuck i get it from and i don't understand why she don't understand that right like like i don't understand why my mother does not understand that like, like this is why you talk about I'm telling you, my mother will say things and you just be like, Ma, really? My mom the same way, yeah. Really? But I, I absolutely, absolutely love my mother. So I'm, I'm, I, the more I look at it, I had four parents. And I only say had because, of course, you right, know, right. Step, um, my, um, my mother's boyfriend died. But I had four parents, four people to guide me in that way. So right. I can't, I can't do nothing but be successful. Yep. You know what I'm saying to you, and and that's what family it should be for. You know what I mean? Like it, it definitely should be about you finding yourself, making your mistakes, and having someone telling you the right way to go. Yep. And if you need somebody on the street, and there's there's well, a family member. There are certain people, and my and and my cousin Sherry will attest to this. There are certain people that have to learn the lessons differently that's why I, even no matter no matter how much you guys all grew up in one household yep. every single person in that household is completely different and yeah. lives and acts completely different yep. y'all all grew up the same exact way you'll have the same memories yep. or or a very um skewed recollection of what that yep. memory is but in some way shape Everybody or form different. y'all are all completely different like it's funny my cousin Brianna the one who my age she fucking the fitness trainer now right Fucking got a um, Instagram page and all that, making videos all the time, her in the gym, training people and all that exactly. shit. Like she on some whole other shit. Like you might have another motherfucking cousin that only eat McDonald's every day. Like you see, you'll be surprised. But like, that dynamic, it really, really, really is different. Um, and so, the the one question that I wanted to do before we we wrap up is this: What about those people that create families themselves? Like for instance, um, people that are like the LGTB community. Where a lot of times they create their own families, right? You know, I create my own families. You created your own family. I have a whole family. family. I have a whole grandmother, mom, dad, aunt, uncle, cousins, brothers, sisters, literally Mm -hmm. in PA, Mm -hmm. literally. Like, right? That was a creation of your own. That I I built that bond with them. Yeah. Like my grandmother, that's in PA, has the same birthday as me. Right. You feel me? Like weird shit like that. Like you know, like remember when I went to PA my Mm -hmm. birthday week. Went up there, a whole nother, a whole nother family base. Like you go up right. there, whole nother family. Mm-hmm. Like a, literally, like a whole legit family tree. And even and even with that, like you're a person that does that very often. Yeah. Um. Even like with Empire. That's my family. character. That it is. Is it in your character or just like with Empire's family? No, that's you know a whole nother family. That's too. a whole nother family. My family. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I think that it's, got, it's, 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 it's literally it's, got hello. It yeah. does. Like I, I literally can say. There, I have, uh, I have, like, mom, I love you. You know that. Like, yeah. she understands that though. Like, no, 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 no. I, I get it. But I, she, I mean, this is not a bashing. No, 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 session, no, 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 no. But no, no, no. But she knows that 
me, I have a very drawing personality. Like yeah, where people drawn to you. Yeah, like when I go places, people be like, "Yo, we gotta have you around again." Yeah, we have to. Like it's something about your energy. Yeah. So now, like, nigga, I got my homeboy, my boy from high school. His mother, me, and his mom got the same birthday. Mm-hmm. She, 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 when she met, when she on the phone with people, would mm-hmm. I be around it? When she on the phone with people, oh no, and me and Daniel, with my my man, mm-hmm. who like my brother, mm-hmm. me and him arguing in the room in front of her, mm-hmm. and she like, oh no, that's my son's arguing. Get out, get out, like shit like that. Right. Like, literally, like you right. know, that's how it is. Go to yeah. PA, say the same thing. Like exactly. I got a couple people I call, but I, I don't call them mom. I, I call ma, right, mom. You feel right. me? I say shit like that because. That my I still call my mother mommy. Or even I give you I give you a for instance like my um my cousins the way that their situation is like they are more aunt and uncle like right, theirs, right. theirs are more aunt and uncle and I was a cousin in that regard. Right, you know right, what I'm right. saying to you so their and their brother and sisters everybody was you know like aunt and uncle so when I was coming up. They would be like Uncle Reggie, or they'd be like Uncle Marvin, right. and so I would say it. So I still say it to this day. Right, like, right, I'd be right. like Aunt Renee, Uncle Reggie, Uncle. Mar- like I say it to this day. That's not their technical titles, but that's what I say so because you that you know that's what I know because everybody else everybody else did it. So I kind of grew up, um, you know, around that in that way. And they family will will shape you and mold you into some phenomenal ways and i've and learned I'm, something from each and every last one of them and i'm blessed i am i am completely Straight blessed up. i after right now i've said it many times to people but physically breaking it down of how my family dynamic works right. it's it's crazy it is it is crazy and to this day like everybody's like oh you're the life of the party i'm like i don't mean to be but I'm damn sure not gonna sit down here, okay? Exactly. I paid my motherfucking five dollars to get in this bitch. I'm crazy. I'm not like, sitting the fuck down. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stand around. I'm not gonna stare at niggas. That's nope. dead. Sorry. Let's, let's have a good time. Let's Sorry. turn it up. So before we go, um, this has been an interesting show. Very. This show has given me a lot of energy and very, everything that very. I needed. Um, so let's go and go to some thank yous and some big shout outs. First of all, I'd like to say I am on this girl, and I whether I ever meet her, whether she ever comes on the show, what whatever, just hilarious. Okay. Okay, so she's a new girl on Wildin' Out, and if you go back to her Instagram page, she just packed the shit out of me. Out of me. Yeah. Nigga. Yeah. Dying. Yeah, she is funny. I saw yeah. those videos. I don't know if she from Philly or she from Baltimore. Nigga, she from Baltimore. She from Baltimore. Yeah. That's what I thought. She from here. Cause she said her two, and she's yeah, she said she. Don't you hear her? I heard it, but his, you know Philly. Yeah, but no, you know her accent is pure city Baltimore girl. I love it. Like I love a it. nigga. I love she has it. a nigga's accent, but a, but she a woman. Like I love legit. It. Like she I love she it. from Baltimore. And see, that's another one that could be in that Boondocks thing that I'm talking about. You know, like she's literally her voice is so yeah, it's strong as shit. Like, I love it. I love. You heard it. the fuck you talking about? Like right. She does. She's funny as shit. She is fucking hilarious. That motherfucker. What did she say? She said some shit. With your motherfucking Easter Kitty Sunday disco outfit. With the with the, um, with the matching Aldo shoes, with the matching motherfucking accessories. Like, oh, shit. The buy one, get one accessories. The buy one, get one accessories. Die. Poor Meek. No, Meek she said. I catch a break. She said, you're, you're fucking. You're, um, you're, she talked about his pants, and she was like, you can't can't pull, can go over there and pull your shoes too, up. Too low to be Capri's, too high to be pants. Pull your shoes up. Pull your shoes up. Like, what the fuck? Like, yo, she is hilarious. So I, I because it was something I love, I put that on the Instagram page. Yeah. I could not. 
Nigga, I I've, I've watched a video. I saved that on my Facebook. Like I watched Nigga, it just it to saved it. It saved my Instagram shit too. Just could, to watch it, it's funny as shit. I could fucking not. I could, I was like, yo, I love it. And I saw because remember when I was telling you there was a girl that was packing the shit out of Tiger yeah. and said he looked like a TLC creep looking yeah. ass nigga. That was her. That was her. I know. And then once she got to me, I was like, yo, I love her. Yeah. And then I got a chance to see her on Wallin' Out. And, and like, that, wow. made, uh, that made it full circle to me. And especially you a Baltimore owner, if that's the case, then I definitely fuck yeah. Plus she's sexy as Because he said some shit about her weed. She was like, nigga, you think I give a fuck about this weed? Like, yo, yo, was like, you, you talking about my braids might stink under this weed? Nigga, your nigga, braids a, just look like they stink. Like, <laughs> don't talk me your shit. Nigga, give a fuck about this weed, nigga? <laughs> it's like, that's why all your motherfucking songs sound like you wrote them and that's a problem. Well, that's a problem. I said, oh... Oh, poor Meek. I swear, yo, Meek cannot catch a break. The L F the L F the L F. And it's like, yo, you got you got bodied by a singing light skin nigga. You get bodied by comedy chicks. Terrible, yeah. Like, yo, you do not want to fuck with her. Her mind is reckless. That shit is crazy. Like, honestly, nobody like that's why this game today is so fucking weird. Because back then, nigga, there was not one person taking L's from that many people. Sorry, like you know, one person getting even job ja rule has not taken this video. No, no, not even, though, even though um, New York came through and then he, you know, the, the song New York was like him, Fat Joe, and Jada. Yeah. That song was, you know, like a, a diss one, a diss record. But the only time he really took that L was when he got clapped back because clapped back was fucking hard. Yeah, but right. I've never seen somebody take him and consecutively back to back to back, like. You the the literally light skin, with, the light skin they're gonna fuck with you the within look. within a, it, within two, two years. A, what a two year span no at least? a year and a half actually because this year ain't over yet no two because you gotta think about it when was that twenty sixteen because that was about the twenty twenty the summer sixteen shit oh yeah so you got you have a total, that year then we then, here yeah, now then now so it's almost it's almost two years because we're in terrible. the second summer any goddamn way that's terrible this nigga you done took it out from the light skin singer nigga. You done lost your motherfucking bitch that was on the same label as the light skin singing nigga. Now everybody packing the shit out you. Game too. And the game. And the game the got game on you. aired that nigga out on a track that was like what? The track was like five minutes or something. Like shit. the nigga talking about, you know what I'm saying, this the only time that your bitch been with a real nigga. Like, yo. Like, oh bro. Like, come on, my nigga, like, and your music don't don't subject to that. Even though your bitch, your ex bitch, didn't live up to the hip-hop hype and go battle back to back at least she came back with a bar she at did. least she did you have not responded to shit she did. in a real way that somebody could say I, I fuck with it even though nikki went to go get wayne and drake to beat on that motherfucking song at the end of the day that bitch still held responded ground. to the responded to it she held her ground she still held her ground. So how you gonna be with a nigga that can't? And do she that? made it perfectly clear. Yeah, bitch, I make hits. That, that's what I do. You know what I'm saying to you? That's my. All that's that my you're talking about. Show. Look, right. I make money. I make hits. Right. Very fuck the distance shit. I make money. That, and that's what it is. So, you, hey, you got that. You got that. You, <laughs> you got that. But it was. It's so funny. I've never seen a nigga take this many L's in hip hop at all. Like, bro, like what's cannabis going on? went after LL, LL clap back. Cannabis is gone. Like that's how this works. This is hot. You see what happened to Ja Rule career? Right. 50 come after Ja, Ja go back at the 50, 50 come back at Ja, Ja's it's gone. over. Ja's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's a one-two punch kind of it thing. It don't come back, ain't no back and forth oh, for, for over and over and over and over. Nah, nigga. And then, you know, you got the audacity to, yo, 
When she pulled the Debo shit, my nigga, she said, Drink chill. That's a female. Yeah. I said, Murder. Petty. Murder. She killed me. So, anyway, just hilarious. Uh, uh, just hilarious on Instagram. Follow her, y'all. She apparently is a Baltimore yeah, also. Yeah. I love her. Shout out to all of the music artists and producers that have hit up um, our page. Yep, yeah. um, you know, if you want to work with us, hit us at the kickstand podcast at gmail.com. Yep. This, that has been amazing. I've, always, I've seen artist after artist and producers and Fuck yeah. you know just in general I don't care if it's you getting your likes up I hope you guys get a chance to listen to the show the link is in the bio so it, it, there's no excuses make sure that y'all listen to the show um, and then in addition we decided to be even more active y'all already know we on Google Music yep yep you already know we on TuneIn yep yep but right now we just added a Twitter account just added so Twitter it is at the kickstand pod so make sure y'all hit us at, at the kickstand pod on Twitter. So you know what I'm saying? We definitely being exposed and of course there's some more things that we you know we wanna come out with. But before we go, gotta go and throw it to YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Nigga, do you know who is making videos his video history right now? Nobody. But <laughs> nobody. But my family is killing it again. Straight and up. this is why we talked about family. Yeah. My sister has at least two videos, but the one that I'm loving right now, so make sure y'all shout out and go to at Nelly Hendrix on Twitter and on Instagram because that best bull video is on its best bullshit. Yeah, and I love it. So shout out to her. I'm hoping to have uh, Nelly back on the show. So hoping that, to have her definitely going to be there. back on the show. I'm so excited about that. Um, oh, shout out to at Nephi Raps. Oh yeah, because definitely Nephi. Yeah, Nephi. I think they're getting airplay for the video of the video process is out soon. And once I find out and get all the schematics about where that is, right. we'll definitely you know do what we got to do there. Okay. But in addition, I heard that it's being played in New York radio right now. Hey. So that is super exciting and very dope. I am a groupie, not just because I'm on the tour, but uh, you know our little tour, the support date that we're doing, and not little. I hate when niggas say that. I hate when niggas be like, you doing your little show. No. The shows have been epic. It's been great. The 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 crowds and the fans, we've been on East Side. We've been, you know, mid mid east. So we you know what I'm saying? We've been right. downtown in that general area. And Nephi, again, you're killing it. I love you with a passion. Thank you for seeing something in me that I didn't see in myself. So shout out to her. And lastly, because tomorrow we're gonna be on the true OG show. Which is going to be epic. Um, DJ Bishop has a new project called Return of the Fallen MC. Right. So it's 30 minutes and it's like Tupac, uh, Biggie, Big L, Guru, um, Prodigy. And then I, I hit him up. I'm like, yo, how you going to do this and not have pun? And he adds pun to it. Wow. And I'm so excited, and it's just, it, it's an epic part. It was something I was able to just, I was working on the show, right. and I was able to listen to it. That's another thing. Get your Google Music up, nigga, because that shit is awesome. Yeah. So if you have Google Music, you know you have YouTube Red, too. Yeah. So I can come out of YouTube and do other shit while YouTube is still playing. Yeah, I know. Which is something that... You lock your phone, you, yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. So it's fucking awesome. Um, so shout out to everybody else. Um, and... Last thing that I do want to do, and we might do this summer, um, we need to go to the Vape Expo. So where's that? It's um, it's in Towson. So we're gonna probably hit that up too. They're gonna have like all the big vape vendors and stuff okay. like that. Um, I got that from the 
That was a big program. So, <laughs> no shade to my man Larry Bass. Y'all know that, but no. I just I, I had to go run and get something, and they didn't ha- they didn't have it at one shop, so I went to another one. Right, right. And uh, when I tell you that shit was fucking excellent, right. It was fucking excellent. Okay. So um, we'll definitely go to the Vape Expo as well. So again, right now, the best ways to listen to us are going to be on SoundCloud and Google Music and TuneIn. Yep, yep. Best ways to contact us is going to be at um, the Kickstand Podcast at gmail.com. Um, hit us on Instagram at the Kickstand Podcast. Hit us on Twitter at the Kickstand Pod. So we're everywhere. We everywhere we got niggas ain't you know him saying like some roaches. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't want to be there because they scatter for food. Well, not no roaches. <laughs> not roaches. Not roaches. Not roaches. But, not roaches. but what I will say is be niggas sure. is everywhere that you ain't. Pretty much. So once again, we thank you guys so much, you guys. That I just get really your cousin. We thank you guys for listening. Come on, son. Got very cousin Vinny for a second. <laughs> uh, we thank you all for listening. We love y'all so much. And before we end, we end every show the same exact the right way, way. So we're not gonna change it now. The right way. But fear, false evidence appearing real. That shit only appears real if you make it real. And I'm learning to stop trying to make it real and focus on the positive. Real shit. And it's man. worth it. There it is. There it is. So another great episode in the can. <sighs> Seventeen. <laughs> Nigga, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. There's so much energy. <laughs> oh, oh, one last thing. What? One last thing. We almost forgot. We are about to have a big announcement. Oh shit! Of where the Kickstand podcast will be. So we we don't have as many details, but we are Not actually yet. going to be somewhere. And in addition. To that, there is going to be a great opportunity that will come up for artists. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so if you're in the area and you're in the Baltimore area, that's going to be something that's going to be really dope for you guys. So we hope to see you. And plus, you know, you might get a drink or something. I'm just saying. I ain't giving out too many details. I'm just saying. We will find out. details. I'm just saying. We will find out. But... It is something that we have that is coming up, an event that is coming up and being planned. So get ready. Get your shit together. Get ready. Get your pens. Get your pads out. Get your mind get your music frame. together. Turn your turn your brain set. You know what I'm saying? To like, network. Just do that. It's definitely gonna be a good networking event. Very fucking good. Um, network. So that's what we that's what we're there for, and we'll and artists will have to do a little something but we'll, we'll get there right right we'll get there and we're gonna make that happen so and that's gonna be happening very soon so stay tuned to the kickstand podcast for more details oh yeah um but other than that we love y'all so yeah we fucking awesome mm-hmm. we outie mm-hmm.